Our group of investigators thus far have ventured into the underground railway tunnels deep beneath the, the river in the centre of the city of Ruinburg on the trail of Caroline Dawson, the missing daughter of the magical magnate Anders Dawson. But it seems they may have uncovered a plot far stranger than they anticipated. What is the mysterious sigil being created by the underground tunnel network? What awaits our group in its central chamber? And finally, who or what is the Rat King? Destiny. Today, um, for the third part of our not-so-one-shot one-shot, <laughs> um, I am your GM, Graham, and with me today, I have... It's me, Luce, the normal GM, but I'm playing, and I am playing Arch, whose um, main magical sphere is entropy, because I vibe. You do. Hello, my name is Am, and I am playing... Pe- I am playing Penny Blight, whose uh, main magical sphere is... Oh, I think it's matter. I don't have it marked on my sheet for some reason, but I think it's matter. I'll add it again. I'll say it's that. Um, you may notice that we have a little absence. Um, unfortunately, time and time wait for no man, and Will's had to sit this one out. But he does send his love um, and also a wish that rather than postpone the episode, we've bravely forge on yes. with our beautiful and wonderful guest star. Oh, hi. Yeah, it's you. I'm Faye. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm Faye and I'm playing Knox, who, um, like a chaotic being myself, has no main sphere. That's, That's the what one. they're called. And, you know, it's fine, because that's how we roll. We just do the chaos. It is fine. I just want to say, this before we start playing, a little round of applause for everyone. I'm in the middle of moving jobs and house. Luce is in the middle of children. Faye's work has been crazy for Faye. And Graham literally has walked through the door and turned on his computer. So just want to do a little round of applause. We're all, we're all exhausted, but we're doing a good job. I good job, everyone. The implication there that Luce is having children or something to clarify <laughs> that's not what's going on no it's uh, just they're, they're not Luce a parent is just responsible for children <laughs> yes yes i'm also, just so the, the vibes are going to be so immaculate today the vibes We're are going to all... be very interesting <laughs> i cannot wait yeah well well i don't know i mean we are facing down a rat king I don't know how that's going to go we for are. us, personally. Right, the Rat King, the Rat King's going to get put on a skewer. You're so ready to skewer the Rat King. I well, don't we're technically yes. at the moment hidden from the Rat King. You are around I the corner like to... in the tunnels hidden from the Rat King. Amelia, what were you going to say? I was going to say for posterity, I would like to kidnap and vivisect the Rat King for science. Ah, interesting, interesting. I just want to skewer him. So, the Rat King approaches... You are currently, as I say, you are hidden. You are around. You're in the tunnels that have been dug out in the thick river mud beneath the river in the centre of Ruinberg. And approaching round the corner in this hidden secret tunnel that you stumbled into. Well, stumbled into, I'd say, you found it quite adeptly, actually. Um, approaching round the corner, you see this shuffling, uh, monstrous 
not definitely not quite human anymore shape of someone who you believe to be the Rat King. What would you like to do? We are currently. I did like essentially a pass without a trace at the end of last episode, so yes. we were all hidden, hidden. You're very tucked so away. I'm silently wait for it to go past. <laughs> okay, the Rat King snuffles past. Um, you can see that it's once human face is elongated into more of a rat-like, rodent-like snout, and he snuffles the air around him, snuffling around. The Rat King! I am the Rat King! He mutters under his breath, and shuffles slowly, almost past you, turning to enact one deep, deep intake of breath through his nose, almost directly in your face, but seemingly catching nothing passes. You see, sticking from the back of um, a long tail coat that he's wearing, battered, once ornately patterned, a little tail just starting to sweep the air as he walks. He shuffles off around the corridor. Uh, I don't like that at all. Well, that's somewhat uh, upsetting to look at and see. Well, shall we continue down this here fine, fancy corridor? I think that might be the best idea. Um, although I am interested in coming back for that one, I think it'd be a really interesting specimen. If that thing... That's not my accent, sorry. <laughs> it's right, find it, find it. If that thing comes n- near me, I'm Is that you. thing Vincent? That- Vincent? Victor? Whatever the bloke's name was. Do we think that might be him? Oh, God knows. I don't know, but he keeps calling himself the Wrecking, and it's kind of creepy. Yeah. Maybe something best to keep an eye on. It would make sense if any um, weird leaking magic Who's did stuff like that. near the front of the group at the moment? Are you all sort of huddled together? Or well, we were all... I pushed everyone essentially into the wall. Okay. And I don't think we've actively moved from that yet. <laughs> In that case, if you could just all make me... A perception and survival check, please. Oh, this is okay. This ain't roll your too bad. So let me know how many successes you get. Successes being eights and above. It's d10, not d6. Uh, that's uh, good luck getting two successes d- for an me. Eight and above on your d6. Two successes. Um, so I had four dice, okay. no successes. No successes. Oh, uh, what did I say in the stuff? I'm not searching for a date, okay. sorry. No, that's a D8. Okay, we'll go with this just now. I had three days and zero successes. Okay, so as um, Penny and Knox go to step away from the cloying, muddy walls of the tunnel, um, Arch, you suddenly hear a rustling, scurrying sound of what appears to be hundreds and hundreds of perhaps tiny footsteps coming from the tunnel ahead of you. Uh, would you like no, to do anything? No, no, um, no. Okay. I would once again like to hide us and like, I'd like to do the hidey thing again. And okay. also like, really push us into the walls, almost like into the mud. All right. You want to, so you're trying to, um, you were doing a magical hiding before, right? Is that correct? Yeah, I'm trying so to do want, magical hiding again. You want to now do that, but incorporate everyone into the muddy wall. 
Yep. Okay, great. Um, so if you'd like to use your relevant sphere and also uh, stealth, I suppose. Doing I subterfuge. think that's how this game works. We'll find out. Stealth or subterfuge? <laughs> Me at all times. Ooh, pick one. Go on. Okay, well, they're both three, so it doesn't actually matter. Yeah. And would you prefer me to roll entropy or matter to hide us all in the mud wall? I feel like it's... It depends whether you want to base it more on, like, a luck thing or on uh, actually manipulating the wall. So More on a luck thing. Yeah, okay, so in that case, describe what you do according to that. Okay, I, um... Like, I just, like, uh, Archer's face... They hear this noise, and you see their entire, their entire body, like, recoil in horror about what they've heard. Yeah. I grab both, um, both Dreadful and, um, Nox, and, like, slam us all into the wall. Like, almost like a Scooby-Doo style, like, I'm trying to lift us up so we're not really touching the floor so much, and, like, just squeeze us back in. So, okay. and then, like, stay as still as possible. <laughs> so, I need to, that's... Two with one exploding. That's another exploding. Three. Four successes. Okay, four successes. Very nice. Um, so as you, the other two, you find yourselves being pushed into the wall. It's almost like the wall is opening up and then sucking you in with the gloopy, gloopy mud as Arch hears something ahead of them and in a panic pushes you into this wall. And then suddenly you start to hear as well the sound of hundreds, maybe thousands of tiny scurrying feet. And then coming around the corner, there are hundreds of rats. They're on the floor, going along the walls, along the ceiling. They're all scurrying in the direction of the Rat King, following after. You hear a sort of low chittering noise that gets louder and louder. And as they run past you, seemingly not noticing you, they run over you because you are now part of the wall. They are using you as the wall that they are running along. You have wrapped feet on your face. They're scurrying across your body. It is probably not very pleasant. But they do pass you without seemingly any effect. And just like that, the moment is gone. Oh my well, that God. was even more deeply unpleasant. That was... Not good, although it does make me wonder, do you think perhaps it's some kind of hormonal or pheromone-based appeal? Perhaps oh, some kind of psychic what? link? I need to burn everything I'm wearing. I think the first thing we need to do is we need to uh, try and get down this tunnel before anything else uh, comes crawling along the walls. Mm-hmm. I tend to agree. Um, and I'm just going to... Penny's going to turn around. Is our footprints leaving... Are we leaving, like, footprints in the mud? You are leaving some imprint, yes. It's quite gloopy, so there's an imprint. It's not immediately discernible as a footprint, but you can see, essentially, a a trail that you've left. If someone was looking to see whether someone had been through this tunnel, you think they would see it. If someone was just looking at the floor, passing their gaze over, you don't think they would. Um, can I try and do some matter magic and just kind of wipe it away a little bit? You can. Um, I'm going to say this would be a matter and subterfuge or survival check. Uh, okay. So that's two dice either way. Okay. Okay, that's a success. 
Uh, two successes, an eight and a nine. Right. Describe to us what you're doing. Um, so I think it looks kind of like um, Penny holds out one of her palms flat mm. and then proceeds to like get a piece of cloth from her pocket and rub, use it to other to rub on her palm. And it's kind of like her hand is a stand-in for the path that's behind them. And as she kind of rubs spots on her palm, it like rubs out the mud and swirls it around. Okay. Back from where they came from. Nice. You think that you have successfully covered your tracks. Let's keep going. All right. I'm fully now of the opinion that I don't... Honestly, whatever's happening down here can happen down here. I say we just knock this chick out if we find her and take her back to wherever we're meant to. I I don't want to be down here any longer than I have to. No more rats, please. And enough rats. Last me. Didn't know you had a thing for rats. <laughs> what are they? Scary. Mate, I just had one crawl over my face. <laughs> okay, let's keep going. Alright. So, making your way along the tunnel. It's starting to... It's a long curve, this tunnel. And, um, Penny, you have the map with the other map overlaid across it. Is that mm. correct? Yes. Um, so, are you trying to pay attention to where you're going? Yeah, I think so. If there's any kind of chamber or area that isn't marked on the official map of the tunnels, yes. that seems to follow the tunnels that we're marked on now, if it leads to sort of any bigger space, that's okay. kind of the direction in which you'd be heading. So, looking at the map, you can see that um, essentially you're in, at the moment, what appears to be a sort of inner circle to the, um, the overall magical sigil that's been created by the underground network. So without the overlay that you put over the top, which you found previously, it just looks like like a tube map, essentially. But with this, it looks there are some sort of concentric rings which go towards a central chamber in the middle, and you are in the inner but one central area. So you, if you're trying to find the middle of the map, for example, you'd have to go further in. If you want to keep going round and round and round and see what's further out, then you might want to carry on. With that in mind, you do eventually come to a juncture where you could go further around the circle you're in, out to a further out circle, or inwards. Um, I mean, how do I know and actually, no, that's a stupid question. You can ask it. I think... My question would be in terms of both the overlap between magic and science. Yes. Generally, if I was like looking at a scientific phenomena, which I say is an art student, like an atom, all the stuff is in the middle bit. The um, stuff do is be in the middle. Is this kind of is this kind of true of my understanding of magic as well? And if I do need a roll, can I use my go with your gut? I'm going to say. Do a go with your gut roll for me, and I will use the previous knowledge that you've already had to okay. give you some more advice. Okay. Uh, so that's three successes. Two of them were exploding. Okay. I've only got one dice on me. Yes. Um, so that's just three successes. Okay, so you're aware that around the edges of this tunnel that you've been walking through... Uh, someone has been placing these very fine, uh, this very fine wiring, this magical wiring. Okay, and from your knowledge of how a magical system might work, you do feel that it would go t- 
towards some kind of central focus. Yeah. So if you're trying Everything to get good? to the bottom of this, you would probably have to yeah. go to the middle of it. Everything good's in the middle. You guys ready? Keep going? Yeah, that, um, let's go. Come on, Dreadful, lead the way. Alright, uh, kind of very tentatively steps forward and continues following the gold wire. Okay. After a little bit of time walking along, now striking out for the middle of the network, you come to a place where the tunnel seems to widen out, not in a very na- not in a man-made formation, but more in a natural sort of way, as if it's collapsed around itself. Um, it opens out into essentially a cavern, and as you look for the sort of the continuity of the tunnel that you've walked through, you can see distantly on the on the other side. You can see a tunnel that continues on the other side of this vaguely circular cavern. But the wiring, instead of trying to go around the walls of this wide cavern, it looks almost as if it once fell away and then has been rerouted over a series of sort of ramshackle pylons which stand out of a pool of pitch black still water. They're leaning at odd angles with the metal wiring that would hold the magical current hanging loosely between them across the middle of this pool. Right. I know this is a really bad idea. I want to go swimming in that pool of water. That On the way back. Almost certainly get you killed, but let's go around. And also, um, you know, maybe if we manage to knock these over, if things go a bit weird with the magic, that would be a good short, sharp way to get rid of the circuit. Honestly, water I think the shortest, sharpest way to get rid of the circuit is going to be cut that gold wire. That's also very true. Uh, I said, I said, cut the, I said, cut the wire earlier. Yep. No, I agree with you. Yep. I think we should still cut the wire. I think it's a good thing to do in the last minute, but if we destroy the system that they're working on... They might give them a heads up that we're on the way. Exactly. That's a going away job. Let's skirt our way around the edge then. Okay. As you try to skirt towards the edge of the pool... What was once mud gives way to what you first think of as perhaps glass around the side of the cavern. You can see through the sort of the murky window that now forms most of the outside of the cavern. Water, the depths of the river, the sort of murky depths of the river that runs through the city outside. You are quite deep below the river now, or you should be. Um, So there's not a lot of daylight, in fact, next to no daylight coming through the muddy waters of it. But you can almost see things moving out there. And the longer you look at the sides of this cave, the more you realise it's not glass. It feels, or it looks to feel, if you were touching it or not, it's almost more of a membrane. Like the outside of a shark egg, perhaps, or something like that. And... The narrow pathway that goes around the side of the cave starts to narrow even further and further, coming to a close, leaving you no gap between the edge of the water and the edge of this wall. Well, this place keeps on getting more better and better, doesn't it? Right. I would like. If someone gives me a hand, 
Oh god, you go. I would like to use some magic, some matter magic, to try yeah. and make the water hard as I walk on it so I don't have to swim in it. Okay, great. Um, if you can make me a matter and... Let's just go for matter and a cult. I feel like this is just a, that's a very magical thing you're doing here. I have nothing in a cult, so this will be fun. One success. Okay. Yay. I'm just going to roll something quickly. Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't like that. So, as you step out onto the water, you, what kind of magical effect are you trying to create here? I'm just, like, trying to essentially ignore gravity. Okay. And, like, not quite ignore gravity, but partially, like, ma- making myself lighter, but also, like, as I step on the water, making it hard. Yes. Not turning it into mu- not turning it into anything else, just, like, concentrating all the atoms so it's solid and gives some resistance. I'm not sure if you've all seen the concept of someone walking on custard. <laughs> oh. Uh, Grim. But that's essentially kind of what's going on here, is that beneath your feet it feels like what what is water um, has a bit more give to it than it should. And if you move just quickly enough, the area just under your feet just supports your weight. Um, but you're going to have to move at a bit of a pace here. Oh yeah, I will. And if you're not be- careful, you might disturb the surface of the water. So if you could make me a um, dexterity athletics check. Oh yeah, that's fine. That's seven dice. Okay, good. This is you actively might, what I'm good at. <laughs> Okay, that is three successes. Okay, three successes. Um, It's not easy, but you do dash across the surface of the water. Um, Small ripples spread out from where your feet were, disturbing the still silence of the top of the ink black pool. What would the other two of you like to do? I'm going to kind of like look at Arch Arch doing that and kind of like turn back and be like, um... Do you want to maybe not go across the water? I have a bit of a better idea. you got to give me a hand, though, and I hold out my hand. What? <laughs> what idea do you have first? We're just going to step across to the other side like this. Watch. And I'm going to basically, like, close my eyes and will myself to be, like, essentially non- say creating a door between dimensions that allows me to jump a certain space um and ah, just kind of like try and, yeah <laughs> just kind of like use use matter to kind of like just hop to the other side so it's like i'm taking a, magically similar yeah you could Sorry. you could say i was blinking out of one space and into another you could say that Perhaps. i think that's something you could say um or stepping like some kind I of stepping like some, some kind, kind of, of fey. some kind of mist yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's kind of, and I'm gonna try and see if I can get um, uh, see if I can get uh, Faye's help on that one as well. Okay, Faye. Penny hasn't told you what she wants to do. How are you going to help, given all the information that you do have, which is I need your hand. We're going to step over there. That's a bit. I I I I. Mm. I don't like this idea. You could just let me do it by I, myself. Um, yeah, I'm gonna let her do it by myself. 
In that case, um, I'm going to say that will also be an occult matter roll. Okie dokie. Uh, it is going to be a difficult piece of magic, though, so there will be repercussions yeah. should you fail or should you not succeed adequately. So good luck. Okay, that is three successes. I'd say that's adequate. Um, it yes. takes a lot out of you, and it's possibly the most impressive feat of magic that you've done for a little bit of time. Um, maybe not ever. I don't know what you get up to, but it, it's definitely that. That was difficult. It, the the way that magic works, it is difficult to simply take one thing and move it to a different place instantaneously. Um, to be somewhere that you should not be. So, at some point in future, you may find that you have tired yourself out more than you yeah. initially planned. But you are now okay. on the other side of the yeah. strange lake. I feel like with it being so exhausting, Pen maybe like slips a bit and mm. falls a little in the mud, but then just kind of like looks up. At, um, uh, I fail, I'm completely blanking on your PC's name, I'm sorry. Knox. At Knox, it just kind of does... You know the thing where you, like, put the your fingers underneath your chin and then flick them upwards? It's kind of like a very polite gothic flipping someone off. Do you bite your thumb at me, sir? Yeah, basically that. Okay, Knox, you are the last one left on the wrong side, or the right side, depends how you look at it, of the pool. <laughs> what would you like to do? Um... I want to use my time magic to kind of pause time so that I can walk across. <laughs> so, they, like, basically pause the time around the water. The timer on the water. So that then, yeah, so that then, like, as if it's held in, held in place by time for an extra second so that I can run across the water. Okay. So you're, you're going for a similar effect to what, um, to what Arch was doing, where you're doing your doing this a little bit of time underneath your feet or are you trying to freeze time for yeah. the entire duration you run across uh, no just like underneath okay. my feet um, that's less crazy so go ahead and uh, what type of magic are you using for this uh, yes of course you did say that many times um, <laughs> <laughs> if you could go ahead and do a time occult roll for me and we will see what happens I get one dice <laughs> We need to decide, are we doing the gay dice or the snow dice? Gay dice always. Please. I mean, I think so too, but... Nope. Okay. Nope. You, well, you're going to fall into the water here. Um, yep. <laughs> would you like to describe how you do that or do you want me to describe how you do that? Can you do it like the cartoon thing where it's like... <laughs> <laughs> takes two steps yeah. and it looks like it's working and then like completely The cartoon drop. version of when you go off the end of a cliff and then you look down. You're, yeah. you're focusing on your time magic so hard and then you look down and you realise that's not how the real world works. And suddenly the consensus <laughs> of the magic breaks and you just fall into the water and it's freezing cold. For a second you are gasping for breath. You take in a lung full of this ice cold water. It tastes rancid. It's stagnant it's disgusting and the other two you hear this loud splashing noise and this wide concertina that's not the right word but it's cool of ripples spreads out across the pond for a second everything is loud 
echoing around this cavern. Can I try a very something long string to of stop that from curses. happening? Sorry? Can I try something to stop that from happening? Yes, what are you going to try? So, entropy, luck, things devolving. I essentially want to... I don't want to change time. I want to change what happened. Okay. And I would like to do this by getting out the deck of cards. Okay. um, Shuffling and pulling some out at random, essentially to change the event, the sequence of what happened. I like this. So, and I'm arguing ahead, that that is practical magic and entropy. Practical magic, you say? Which is one of my backgrounds. <laughs> hmm. I will give you practical magic and entropy, but I will make this a more difficult role. Oh yeah. Because you're going to have to I'm, react to it. I was so, essentially trying to say that didn't happen. Yes. I knew this wasn't going to be easy. I think I this think... is fun, and I like it, so we're going to do it. I'm just going to check how a, a minus one to success, so seven and up instead of eight and up to succeed. Okay, so that's eight dice, so sevens and ups. Yes. Jesus Christ. What? So, four successes, two exploding. Okay, nice. So, roll Jesus. two again. Roll. Five successes. All what right. witch touched your family? <laughs> I know, cursed. The witch likes you today. Yes. Stole my luck. All right. So, for a second, you have a glimpse of what should have happened. Um, Arch, you see, um, you see Nox fall into the water. You see the ripples reach out across the pool, and you see something, something start to create different ripples from the other side of the pool. And then you pull out some cards. Please describe what happens instead. So it's just um, Arch like reaches into their jacket inside jacket pocket and pulls out a deck of cards and they're really tattered they're dogged they look like probably stained with beer like you know the deck of cards that is in the back of behind a pub that you can ask to borrow like Like the one in the bowling green they're kind of sticky they're floppy Um, a bit there might be a couple of cards missing but you Mm. don't know and you know that dealer's shuffle where you do it in half and flick them all together Mm. Arch does that, and as they do, certain cards start to like swirl out of the pile. And as they do, Arch flicks them towards Nox, essentially under where their feet are. Okay. Um, but as you see Arch go to put the deck back in their pocket, you see that the missing cards, they haven't reappeared, but it's like they're, they haven't gone at either. It's like, even though they've thrown cards away, the number of cards in the deck hasn't changed. Mm. And um, suddenly, Nox, you feel like you fell into the water, but you're, you didn't. You're still moving across the surface. And it also feels like it's a lot easier than it was before, almost as if things are moving too quickly. And before you can think about it properly, you find yourself on the other side of the pool. Arch, can I just get you to make me a entropy and stamina roll? It's a fun mixture. 
Yeah. Uh, Just been doing some stamina. funky magic. Ooh. I don't want to see if that's um, taken anything out of you there. Interesting. Four dice. Yeah. Not bad. Not very staminous. That's not a word. Staminous. <laughs> staminous. That is one success. Okay. Okay. Again, similar to Penny, you do feel a little as if you've you've done you've tweaked reality quite a lot in the last half hour or so. <laughs> and maybe, just maybe. Should you try to do something dramatic, it may catch up with you more so than it would normally. But for now, you've successfully avoided whatever might have been in the pool. And as you look up at the top, you see that the uh, the strange membrane of the walls covers the entire ceiling of the cavern too. And it almost seems to pulse with a vein-like spread of filaments through it. Like, honestly, I get having an evil lair. Nothing wrong with an evil lair. Can be quite fun. This is going too ham. This is too much. It's not even evil anymore. It's just like, mate, what are you thinking? This is, there's too many different things going on it. Like, chill. I mean, where do you think all the people are? That is also a disturbing thought. What if they're all like the rat weirdo? Maybe there's still or want... at the bottom of that lake. Do you think they'll still want Miss Dawes back if she looks like that? Well, I mean, we're going to give her back because then we get them more money, but it's not our fault that's if true. she's some weird magical animal. Also very true. I think that's more her fault. I think that's more on point. them slash her. Well, I suppose the only... I very much feel like she's... Sorry. No, go on. I very much feel like she is... Um, potentially the reason this is like this and I mean the girl has money she doesn't need to be hidden hidden in a tunnel with slime everywhere uh, she seems to be involved with it all so I suppose the only thing we can do is keep going forward I think this is a little rich girl trying to join the rebels because she wants to stick it up to the old man how does it feel to know that your girlfriend Not my girlfriend is chill with all this? Oh, you you want her to be mm, dreadful. Come on, don't I? I mean Yeah. I might you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with a little extreme science. That um, You wanna go and chill in that, that pond? No. Sorry. Not, you wanna experiment want to. on her? No. But maybe, you know, if there's other people who've done bad things or like the rat person where something bad's already happened to them, you know, they're not having much quality of life anyway. Perhaps the best they could do is help science move forward. Right. I'm never letting my guard down around you and I'm not trusting anything you give me to drink. <laughs> I like yeah, you. No. You're very creepy. You. It's good. Thank you. Keep the creepy to a minimum, Right, please. well, shall we continue our merry way down this tunnel, then? Hi, Skyons. I'm here just to say I hope you're enjoying the episode. If you are a small business or a podcast and you'd like to fill this space with a promotional swap uh, with our and your material, we would love to have that. Please do email us on rwdpodcastcontact at gmail.com. Um, and also, yeah. 
contact us on Twitter and Discord if you have anything you'd like to say, give any feedback on the show. We would love to hear from you as we always do. We're a very friendly bunch. But uh, let's get back to the episode. Alright, as you head further down the tunnel, looking at the map now, Penny, it does seem like you're reaching the centre of the city. Yes. And you can see, in fact, that ahead of you, it's now pretty much a straight tunnel, and you can see a light at the end of the tunnel, if you will. A flickering <gasps> light, though, and the air down here smells... It feels heavy, and it smells of ozone, the, sem- the smell of a storm, and the light flickers, and you can hear the distant crackle of lightning, perhaps? But... It's, it's certainly no storm, you are underground. But it smells like one and it looks like one. And as you get closer mm. to the end of the tunnel, you can feel the pressure start to change around you. Your ears pop. And you can see now on the sides of the tunnel. It's cleaner here, it's more well proportioned, it's more dug out, it's more solid. And there are sigils, little tiny ones now etched into the side of it that glow and flare with electric blue light. They link up with the wiring, which is thicker here. It's coming in from all kinds of directions, from the ceiling, from the floor, from many different tunnels which seem to be spreading into this central area. And there's one ordinary-sized door within which something strange and magical is happening. What would you like to do? I mean, I suppose the polite thing is to knock, but we could just rush in if you guys want. Well, first of all, let's look through the keyhole. Or if there is a keyhole. Or a crack in the door. Let's see if we can see anything before we either knock or go barging in. Okay. It's it's like you've never done anything like this. Have you never robbed a gaff? No. Oh, you're missing out. All my crimes are mostly ethical. You know, that seems... What do you mean by that? Uh, mine are all unethical, it's alright. Don't, don't worry. Oh no, I mean, the crimes are based in ethics rather than law. So, for example, if I was to do something that would be considered a crime by the majority of the population, it would be something that was morally wrong, but not perhaps legally wrong. Oh, that's boring. Just break the laws, it's more fun. It's not as interesting, though. Um, but please. Oh, it really um, can be. Friend, but yeah, friend is there a keyhole yeah. or anything like that, that I can look through the door? Okay, the door itself is a solid panel of almost sort of brushed steel, it looks like. There's not a keyhole as such. There are instead a concentration of these sigils. Um, would you like to take a closer look at them? Yeah, all right. See if you recognise anything. Okay. I'll give it a go. <laughs> so. It won't go well. Go ahead and make a... Let's go for intelligence occult. And <laughs> also, I will take suggestions. But I'm, I'm just going to say something. Yeah, I'm rolling one dice. Okay, let's see what happens. Yeah, no, I have nothing else that will help. Okay, let's just roll. Let's see how can badly I... this can go. Can I peek if over it goes... your shoulder and give you a hand? Yeah, if it goes badly, I'm going to be like, oh, you get over it. Yeah. That's a six, so that's a fail. Ah, okay. fancy writing. 
you reach out to touch one of the sigils and you no, feel I do not a shock go through you. Okay, as you look I'm closely at the idiot. sigil, you feel the el- electric energy coming off it and you definitely do not reach out to touch one of them. You feel like you may have got a small shock if you did. A non-harmful one, but a dramatic one. It would have been a fun moment, but it doesn't happen. Um, yes, there arch. is some kind of energy going through these and it seems that as you listen out as well, you can hear the storm noises coming from inside the room. It seems to pulse with those noises rising and falling, with the crackle of what could be lightning inside the sigils flare up. Right, They're definitely some something. kind of order. They do magic. Dreadful, can you come read these? Mm-hmm. Come have a look at these weird to... words, words, letters, things. Let me, what let they me mean. take a read. Okay, um... Same for you again, intelligence occult. I'll let Ooh, you sub in I'm... research if you want. Uh, no, I'm quite good at this. This is. I actually have more occult than research. Okay. Hmm. Okay. That was a lot of dice. Uh, that was two successes. Okay. This is definitely some form of magical lock. Mm. Um, you will just have to activate some of the symbols to get through it. Okay. They seem to be uh, the equivalent of uh, elemental symbols, but they represent the different spheres of magic. Okay. You feel like you'd only need to activate several symbols at the same time, the right symbols, to get in. But you don't know which ones they are. So, I explained this to the other two. The question is, do we activate the symbols which would correspond with the forces that would allow the door to unlock or is it perhaps a password of some kind something pertaining to the goals of these people in which case do i know how many it would be or is it just like fully shot in the dark two symbols two symbols so my from the guess, way it's it was, um, oscillating you feel like yeah. it's two. my guess if we were just asking to enter would likely be forces and correspondence opening the door letting our will be known if it was perhaps something to do with the goal of these people, then I would say either entropy and prime, perhaps entropy and life. Well, let's... So, you remember when I did that creepy thing to see where the tunnel was? Oh yeah, see if you can do a creepy... Ooh, I've seen again. someone touch this door. Yeah. See which Ooh, ones Oh, that's a good with. idea, yeah. So you want to look back in time and see if you can see someone activating the sigils. Is that what you want to do? The the runes uh, probably easy way of putting it. Yeah, either time or spirit. To okay. Do-do. Well, I'm going to let you pick which one you want to do, out of time or spirit, and it will it will look different depending on what you do. And it might have a slightly different effect. And it was a meditation, I believe, that you were doing before. Was that correct? I think think so so. too, so let's go with it. I think that makes sense. Because I think we had this before where I don't have points in. Well, we've settled on it now, so choose your choose your fighter. Okay. I get I get one one either way. One dice. No, I get one dice dice either way. (laughs) Nope. That did not go well. Did I me? You try to cast your mind back through the 
the ether of time and spirit to work out who last accessed this door, what they did here. But you cast around in vain, you find nothing. All right. Um, well, nothing like trying to... Nothing like hitting some buttons and out. seeing what happens? Yep, yeah, pretty much. Um, Graham, feasibly, Hello. what kind of tools would I have on me? Would I have anything I could use that I knew didn't conduct electricity, such as lead or wood? Um, nothing that you've mentioned to me previously that I can think of. You can ask your companions if there's something they might have that could be yeah. made of a non-conducting material. They might have something specialised okay. to their skill sets. I Do have, have pickpocket skills. Does Would that, you say I've got anything, anything on me? Conduct electricity, basically, is what we need. One, I have pickpocket skills, and two, practical magic. Do I have one of those fake fake thumbs that you can you hide the... <laughs> I think that's fun, so I'm going to say yes. Yay! <laughs> Arch just pulls out a fake... A fake. Arch first pulls out one handkerchief, and then a string more come out, <laughs> and then pulls out a fake thumb and hands it over to you. Cool, I'm going to fit it on, and I'm going to be yeah. like, well, you know... No, uh, if you're not willing to experiment on yourself, then you're not as half as good a scientist as you claim to be. And I'm going to press uh, forces and correspondence in an effort to open the door. Okay. Nox moves away from the door. So, to clarify, you have one fake thumb. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to press one after the other. Do they have to be pressed at the same time? They do, yes. Okay, in that case, I'm going to tear off um, a thick wad of material from my uh, coat and wrap it around my hand. All right. Okay, and you're pressing uh, forces for the other and correspondence. One. Yeah. Yep, see what happens. So the forces sigil stays lit after you press it, but yes. the correspondence one flares for a second and you feel this jolt of energy dissipate out from it. Um, it doesn't go through the fake thumb. But it does slightly melt the end of the thumb. Okay, not good. You you smell burning rubber. Yeah. And okay. that that rune dies away. Okay, well we All know right, it's one down, uh, one forces. to go. And Entropy now the forces one slowly dies off as well. I perhaps forces and entropy or forces and prime. Oh well, entropy seemed to work, so. Uh... No, forces For, seem to work, so forces... Yeah, forces Forces we know is for, for the correct one. We know forces works. I'd say um, go entropy. After you. I'm going to offer the material around my around my hand to, to Arch. Could Arch theoretically have another, another thumb? <laughs> <laughs> um, roll me a... Just roll one of your d10s. Okay. <laughs> just... More for thumbs. I just find that amusing. Yeah. Um, that's a five. Hmm. You have fifty percent of a thumb. <laughs> um, it's an old thumb, long broken, worn with use. There's a small chance that you might zap yourself whilst using it. Ah, uh, I'll do it. I'll press entropy with the thumb, so long as okay. Penny presses forces, forces at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So as you reach out with your fake thumbs, um, there is a second arch where you feel the the worn down rubber give under your touch as you can feel the power in the door still um, 
as the room does come alight. It doesn't burn a light though, so it doesn't give you an electric shock, but you do feel the the power thrumming through it. And for a second you think you have just had possibly the most embarrassing death that I think we could get on this podcast. <laughs> um, death by fake thumb. But both of the runes light up and the door yes. hums across to one side in a very uh, space age kind of way, which it does not at all fit with the setting, but it's what came to When mind. you were describing it, I was like, this is a Star Trek door. Yeah. They go up, don't they, the Star Trek doors, or they sideways? No, yeah. they whoosh, whoosh, they side, up. sides. Whoosh. Yeah. <sighs> um, and now in the room beyond here, you can see the swirling storm within. Um, it's a small cascade of lightning, which seems to be running around the entire room. You can see it leaping out of the circuitry, which covers the entirety of this actually not too large conical chamber. And in the centre you can see three figures, and they appear to be arguing. You can see a tall man um, wearing a long, dark robe, embossed with the sigils, which some of you may recognise as um, signs of the Entropists, the sect of um, radical magicians. Um, you can see a off to the side, with her arms crossed, looking frustrated, a pale, pale mage glaring at the two of them and then arguing with this man in the centre. Someone that you, Penny, recognise. A rather slight figure of Cor Coraline Dawes. You can't quite catch what they're saying over the sound of the storm, but it seems that they're having a disagreement. And as you look on, you see the man turn to the woman shout something, inaudibly, and with a shrug of her shoulders, she casts one lazy arm out at Coraline, which wraps her in sparking chains of magic and t brings her down to her knees on the floor in front of the man. They haven't seen you yet, so far as you can tell, and they can't hear you either. What would you like to do? Um, as soon as she does that, looks like the I'm fully like pulling out whatever weapon I have on me and just running at the woman. <laughs> okay, you're running through the lightning storm. Could you please? Um, oh my god, is it in between me... us? Yes, I thought she was off at the side. The oh, in that case, no, I'm the not. The entire um... outside of the room. Okay, sorry, I didn't understand that. I thought when you said she was off at the side, she was like in between where we were as well. No, uh, she's inside okay. the the, the spiral of the storm, okay. which covers okay. the entire outside of the room. You're basically it just inside where the door was it is going around the entire outside of the room from there okay it's like an um, inner in that, layer if you will yeah okay in that case i'll blanket. look at the others and i'll be like right it's time to cut that wire then you do right, that i'm sorry it just looks like the princess just got in over her head i don't really want to piss them off right now i do um do you yeah Okay. If you're going, I'm, right. I'm going. Dreadful, cut the wire. I will try and cut the wire. Which wire? The gold one that's surrounding the room. All of the wires come into this room. It's thick with oh. cables. Like 
you know the the side of a sort of a underground yeah. car where it has the all the wiring for that. Imagine that, but it's covering almost okay. floor to ceiling here. In that case, I'll just grab the nearest one. I mean, it's like a okay, circuit, right? right? You break one Christmas light, then they all go. Sure. That's only if it's a very bad circuit. Depends on. So, how are you breaking it? Depends on the type of circuit. Um, I believe we established that I had a small knife of some kind. That sounds like something you'd have. So you cut the wire and the storm almost visibly lessens inside. You know you've done something. The wire sparks with um, magical little magical sparks. Um, They'd be octarine if we were in the disc world. It'd be fun. Um, The difference is not really perceptible from the outside that much. But suddenly the woman inside, her gaze snaps up and locks onto the doorway. And you see her say something which looks like we have company. Um, Graham. Yes. Have you seen the film, Now You See Me? Uh... That's the magician one with, with um, oh my god, I'm blank, Woody Harrelson's in it, Isla Fisher's in yeah. it, Dave Franco's in it. They're like a bunch of... I think I saw the YouTube. first half of it, like... Yeah. Sleep over once. There's there's a scene in it where one of them uses cards as projectile weapons. Okay, I'm into it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I would like to try this. Okay. I would like um, to tie them through like dips in the storm and just like try and like chuck a load of cards, like razor thin cards, and just okay. like try and attack okay. these people. Dexterity, I think. Yeah. And. Now, what combat skills do you take points in? Because I feel like I have both. You could argue for firearms. You could. I have martial arts. Martial arts. <laughs> I was about to say. I think that also sounds fun. They're basically throwing stars. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go for dexterity martial arts. Are you imbuing them with any magic at all? Yes. Are we okay. imbuing them with matter to make them not heavier but sharper? Essentially. All right. Let's do that first, then. Okay. Um, so it'll have to be two separate rolls. So let's do matter. And let's do matter and martial arts. Why not? Nice. That's a mixture that makes sense. That is one success. Okay. They feel a little weightier in your hands. Now go ahead and make that dexterity martial arts roll for me. That is two successes. Okay. How many cards are you throwing? Um. Oh, a solid ten or so. Okay, I'm going to roll the d10. Alright. As you throw this cascade of cards through the storming barrier, the first three are almost completely dissimilated upon impacting with the lightning wall. But the other seven go through. Um, Could you go ahead and... No, that's not how it works in this game. I have to roll a defense thing, don't I? Okay, yeah. So, you're aiming for who? I'm aiming for the woman who's just seen us. Great. And the one who also casts a spell, because I'm hoping if I can distract her enough, the spell cast on the one who we're trying to get for the money, it will be not so, um, will go away. Yeah. Okay, so, as you cast this spell, and you throw your cards through, like, little projectiles, um, seeing this, and seeing some of them actually get through the barrier, her eyes widen, um, she reaches out one hand and uses it to pull in 
electric power from the storm at the side, which then starts to lessen very slightly and cast it out to shred the cards as they come towards her, but not quite successfully, and some of them thunk into her chest with a almost overly satisfying and heavy sound for some little playing cards. And she staggers backwards slightly. You see, almost, her concentration start to slacken slightly. And the chains which are covering Coraline's wrist, they don't quite fall away, but they seem to have loosened. Would anyone else like to do anything next? Yeah. Okay, what would you want to do, Nox? Nox uh, would like to channel the um, lightning from the storm. And is there a big collection of the cables anywhere? The whole room. But it goes, does seem to go into a central area. You can see that it's wrapping around the side, all the sides of this conical room, but then some of them are feeding into the central node in the very middle, next to where they're standing, in fact. Next to where the man okay. and Coraline are standing, I should say. Um, so, knowing gold, it has a very low mm. melting temperature. Um, so, using entropy and... I was thinking firearms as if it was like a shot fired. Yes. Uh, Nox would like to try and shoot the cabling that's in the center. Nox. Okay, great. Um, so you're doing what? Magic and firearms. Um, so yeah. which magic type did you say? Sorry. Um, entropy, entropy and firearms roll. Let's go ahead and make that roll. Be nice to me, dice. Two, one exploded. Three with another explosion. Okay, we're doing well. <laughs> Finally, it's playing okay, off. so three total. Three total. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Um, so, you start to pull in the energy that swarms around the room and use it to cast out and try and melt the gold in the middle. As you do so, you feel... What almost manifests as a physical pressure around, like a band around the side of your temples, as if something is crushing your brain, and you feel a voice whisper into your skull, let's try and redirect that, shall we? And as you look up, you see the man in the center of the room has locked eyes with you. Can you make me a stamina and... Hmm. Stamina occult roll, please. Okay. Oh no. Uh, no. They're all failures. Okay. Unfortunately, mine were not. You feel almost as not by your own volition as you pull in the magic from one side. You cast it upwards with your other arm and around you and it dissipates around the walls and suddenly you find yourself almost smothered in molten gold. All of you standing in the doorway are suddenly surprised with, by this, what starts as a small drip and then a cascade of molten metal. Um, you're going to take a little bit of damage for me, please. So, Ouchie. Could I want... well this... Oh, sorry. I'm going to say you take one um, mark of damage, which would move you down. Okay, so hurt. we're bruised, yeah, so... The next one would be hurt, right? Uh, yeah, it says minus zero is bruised, which is very confusing um, on these sheets. 
So, yeah, you, you would be bruised, I would say. Okay. I think bruised, I think you have like one health and then bruised puts you at zero and then hurt puts you at minus one. There's different types of damage, however. Okay. Let me just bring up the notes and see what this would be. Um, da, 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 da. Why aren't you more helpful? Okay, yeah, so this would be an aggravated damage type, which means it won't heal up, I think. Um, Woo! No one has healing magic anyway. Yes. Okay. What's healing magic? Alright, um, Penny. I believe of everyone, you haven't had a chance to do anything yet. What would you like to do? Um, do I know who this guy is? Because I know a fair bit about... Was, was he part of the group that I'm part of? Sons of Ether. No, or he was was he something else? I know it began with E. Entropist. You Entropist. don't okay, never mind. Mm. Annoying. Okay. Um... They didn't wear their name labels today, unfortunately. Hi, <laughs> my name is Vincent. It's not there. Um, cool. Okay, I am thinking. Which is dangerous, I know. Um, mm. I could try to do some magic, or I could... I think Penny's just gonna try and see if she can magically enhance her blade in any way using both the storm and the um, the gold, which is a magical conductor, which they are now surrounded in, um, okay. and just get through so as many wires as she possibly can. How are you going to interact with this magic from the storm? Um, so I think she would use both the gold and whatever lightning is coming off near her to sharpen the blade of her knife, essentially. Okay. Um, you know when okay. you get a, like a thunder, like a, again, I keep using D&D references, but like a thunderous smite-esque, uh, where it's the elemental damage is enhancing the blade itself. So you want to hit the electricity with some electricity? The wires. I mean, wasn't Faye going to melt the gold with the electricity anyway? I thought mm. it was the same thing. Okay, so you're, you're trying to essentially uh, conduct the power back to the wires again. Yeah, so I'm trying to basically use the heat from the electricity. Blow out the wires. Yes. Yeah, gotcha. okay. basically. So go ahead and make me a... Describe how you do it, I suppose, and then make me a matter and... Something more fun than a cult. Um, <laughs> Let's do matter and brawl. Let's do it all in one, and let's make this a sort of a okay. enhanced magical strike instead of doing yeah. charging up and then hitting it. I think it's like a big sweep. So basically, like she pulls the blade back, which ca so it catches on the gold, which is the molten gold, almost coats mm -hmm. it, like arcs her arm backwards so that it catches okay. the lightning from the storm and then brings it down in front of her in like an arc through the through the the wires that are sort of facing the wall. Yeah. I've got, again, I've got one dice for all of this. Okay, one success. Yeah. Which is all an right, exploding. One success. Two. Okay. Three, and then... So, wait, that was one, two, three, four. It's going well. Go on, go on. And then I have one more, which is exploding. Yes! Three. Three successes. Okay. Describe what you do. I'd say that's successful. So, essentially, like... you sweeping downwards wiping... and you're trying to... Wipe, swipe through the wire. Yeah, yes. as many as I can, essentially. The goal is to just basically... Okay. She, I think, despite Penny's reservations at trusting people and, like, Arch specifically saying that they're not going to trust her, she's kind of, mm. like, 
these two are be better fighters than I am. I think my job here is to just take out as many of the wires as possible because that's preventing us from getting to him and like physically kicking their asses. Okay, great. Yep. So you managed to swipe through um, a, a large amount of the wires on that are left now, because of course some of the stuff has been melted, on one side of the walls next to you, of the tunnel walls. Um, I'd say you could probably say that side, that tunnel side was pretty well dismembered. Great, great stuff. Um, in response to that, the woman is going to bring down from the ceiling, the sort of the conical point of the room, a huge swirl of magic and cast it out towards you guys. Bring it. Um, we probably should not me. be standing close together. No, you're standing close together in a puddle of molten conducting metal. Um, so, I will say, again, defending in this game is stupid. So, let's, give me, you can see this is about to happen, I'll say. How would you like to try and avoid it? Uh, can we just jump? Can I just wibble? Okay, yeah, yeah. we're going to go for the, the, the dexterous approach. Yeah, I would like to use yeah, yeah, some martial arts skills to like, do the thing where you like almost run along the wall a bit, just for fun. Very flavor. good, I like that. Dexterity what, sorry? Dexterity athletics. I'm going Ooh, to do that's dexterity one, one dice. One dice. That's a failure. Okay. Could Nox do um, dexterity in time to try and mess with the time dilation around the three of them? So that then there's like a split second more to try and help the others get away as they're running as well. Hmm. Like, you know how yeah. um, in some games you okay, get like focus you can do and it this, slows time? It will sacrifice your attempts to dodge. Okay. Yes. Great. That's okay, fine. go ahead and roll those for me. I would just like everyone to... I rolled five successes, three of yeah. which are tens. So give me a second. <laughs> Who are you? When I, said I, when I roll well, I roll I got, well. I got three successes. Okay, three successes. Six um, successes. The rest of you then can take an advantage. So um, I did this the wrong way around earlier, didn't I? The success will be um, seven instead of eight. Oh, that, make, I oh, that makes it something like eight successes. I still failed. <laughs> Okay, uh, so that means that Nox and Penny, you're both going to take another threshold of damage. Cool, cool, cool. And yes, Arch, okay. you, you're just running around on the walls now. You're fine. Just, just give us a twirl. Uh, so I think where you run up and do the backflip off it. Exactly. It's very nifty. You look really cool. Everyone else can't enjoy it, of course, because they're being electrocuted. Um in the style of uh, that one. You know the, the Chris Rackelson Dalek episode when they get electrocuted by the water on the floor? It's kind of like that, except you're yeah. all running through the whole yeah. thing. Right, who would like to, of the players do something next? I would like to, again, attack this woman. Okay, great. Are you going for cards again? Um, I think <coughs> I'm gonna go for, again, I'm just, Vibing with the fact with practical magic, Arch just has like all the weird stuff a magician would have. <laughs> I love sure. that. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna use a string of handkerchiefs tied together as a lasso. As a yes, perfect. As a whip Great. lasso, yes. And again, I'm gonna try and make it with matter 
more dangerous than it actually is. <gasps> oh my gosh, okay. you can probably drag her into the electrical field or something. Hmm, yes. <laughs> that Let's was the go plan. ahead and um, magic it up a bit first. So, uh, which we said was... Matter and martial arts. Matter and martial arts, yeah, we did say that. Matter and martial arts first. Why not? That's only one success. Okay, one success. And then go ahead and do the dexterity martial arts for me. Thank you. This is to try and wrap her up in the lasso. Wrap her up in the lasso and drag her into the electricity. That'll be a separate roll. Okay. Contested. Wrapping her up in the lasso is two successes. Okay, that succeeds. Um, so you whip out this uh, chain of handkerchiefs. It extends further than even any com- comedically long chain of handkerchiefs should and wraps around her almost as if uh, like a weighted line. You know when they sort of keep wrapping because they have a weight at the end? Yeah. It's like that. Um, you have successfully rolled her up in this. Now go ahead and make me a strength brawl check. Oh dear. <laughs> this won't go well. One dice. Okay. This is fine. TPK, TPK. One success. <laughs> okay, well she got no successes to, to not be dragged. <laughs> so she is slowly being dragged across. I will say that she's not yet been pulled to the edge, but she yeah, is uh, incapacitated and in motion. So she's no longer upright and she won't be able to respond to anything you do, at least for the next round or so. Has her concentration been broken? <laughs> and it will have broken her concentration. Nice. Which means that um, Coraline will now be free I on the floor of her chains. Or not. Um, she looks up and locks eye contact with you, Penny. What would you like to do? Okay, I think she would kind of like look at her and say, you are more powerful than you think you are. Can you maybe just give us a hand here? Okay, uh, roll for me um, a charisma or manipulation. Okay. you have to explain why you've made that choice. And... Leadership. Okay. Um, it's definitely going to be manipulation. Okay. Because Penny isn't trying to charm her or to get her to do it because she's like, you know, help me, help me out. She's appealing to the power that she knows Miss Dawes wants um, and that is accessible to her. Uh, mm. she's she you know she's just kind of be like you are better than this like they put you in chains what are you gonna do about it um so that's three dice for manipulation and none okay. for leadership go ahead and roll those okay one success okay two successes okay two successes um yeah she looks at you and nods and she's going to pull out a knife from underneath her clothes yes. underneath her jacket. And she's still on the floor here. So she stabs the man who is distracted next to her looking at you, trying to focus still on um, Nox, I believe. And she stabs him very solidly in the leg. In the side of the leg. Um, he screams out in pain, naturally. I think that's understandable. And will be distracted for a, the, a little bit too which means this would be a great opportunity for you to take control of the situation 
Nox, what would you like to do? Uh, Nox is going to run straight at that okay. guy um, and basically being like the screw magic at this point, um, they're going to pull a gun out of like their from okay, their head and uh, basically they're wanting to tackle the guy to the ground and hold the gun against his head and it's like, yep, no, this is this is mine. Okay, um, so let's say that's going to be a strength or dexterity and brawl and justify your choice as a strength okay. or dexterity. Uh, I'm going with dexterity because of like the running start. Yes. Okay, great. And and it's the better score. Okay. And let's see if you take any damage for running through the lightning as you do this. So go ahead and what shall we roll for this stamina and See, I'll let you use a magic to try and ward off this magical power. So stamina and a magic of your choice. Okay. Um, I got three successes for the dexterity prowl. Yes. Excellent. That's if you get there, it's gonna work. In fact, it's gonna work either way. So you you just might take damage as you do it. I'm taking damage as I do. Okay, great. <laughs> you run through what's left of the lightning storm, and it has a lot of the magic power has been pulled away by this point and has started to, as you've destroyed things, lessen and lessen. Um, it's under half of what it was, but it still courses through your body. Um, you feel this like spider web of power go through as you break through face first from your face, spreading out across your entire body and leaving you through your feet as you dash through to grapple with this person, throw him to the floor and point a gun at him. Would you like to describe this? you comfortable with that description um yeah so Knox basically just looks to penny sees uh miss doors stab him like, okay i'm going and runs straight towards him um they kind of like as they get closer they use one foot to um throw themselves into the air mm. and they tackle him full force into his chest landing so that he's on the ground and they've like straddling his chest with the gun to his head like yeah Great. this is this is the easiest way okay, to do I this. I like this. Um, the other two of you as you look at this happen um, for a second you see Nox's face, you see a spider web of lightning scars that now cover Nox's face and possibly body spreading out. So sick! Fr from the nose first, from where um, they broke through the barrier. Um, the power is shut down further and further now. <laughs> uh, almost with a noise like when you're at a corridor at night and it shuts off like chunk, chunk, chunk. Oh, that's so good. And. For a second, there's a quiet freeze frame. Um, a little bit of struggling noises from the woman who is still restrained by Arch. I assume Arch, you're um, taking control of that. Oh yeah, yeah. do I recognise her or the dude actually? <laughs> Arch hangs around in seedy areas of the city. You recognise him. Cool. Um, this Am is... I aware? Go on. Is there a reward if he's the leader of the Entropists? 
There's no reward for a man with exactly the same face, but he has an uncanny resemblance to several other people who are wanted for several things, under oh, many right. different names. Well, I'm thinking we'll take these You think two. it'd be a hard one to pin down, but you can make it work. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm talking about, we're taking both these back with us, all three of these people. Um, Penny? Coraline looks up at you, and mm. she pulls the knife out of the man's leg and uh, sort of drops it on the floor, leaving a blood splatter. She looks up at you and says, You found me. How did you find me, Penny? You saved me. Mm, saved? They, I mean, they, they, was this... They just a... they took me. I didn't know what was going on at all. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> Arch actively, like, um, laughs so loud at that. Yeah. Look, I know you probably don't want to come with us, but if you do, your dad's going to give me enough cash that we could probably hide you better next time. Does that sound all right? She looks up at you, and you can see she's making a decision. You know she was lying, and she knows that you know. Yeah, of course she's lying. You know she knows you know. I've lost myself. But you're on the same page here, basically. And you see her make a decision, and she stands up, picks up her knife again, and wipes it off on the man's jacket before putting it into her boot, and then goes over to join you. We'll, uh, we'll work out the details on the way, yeah? You got it. Yeah, may I just uh, inquire Mm -hmm. as to what Hmm. on earth was the Rat King? Was that Vincent, Victor, whoever it was? Or is he just This dead? is Vincent. This is Vincent here. Um, oh, right. The the man who you are aiming a gun at, that, that is Vincent Grove. Um, this is Cypher Graves, his associate. Uh, no, the the man you know as the Rat King is the, uh, the magician formerly known as Chesapeake Jones. Uh, he used to work with us. He became difficult. Does the name Chesapeake Jones ring a bell? Roll me a... Either intelligence or wits, because why not, and yeah. streetwise. Check for oh, me. that's not too bad. That's seven dice. <laughs> not too bad. What is it? Active intelligence... Arch has yeah. none. Wits, Arch has a lot. <laughs> He's, they are not academic, but they're very, very street-wise. Definitely. To be fair, so is Knox. <laughs> Two successes. Okay, you do, it does ring a bell. Um, you, you'd keep a tab on everything that's happening um, in your little area of the city, which is quite a large area of the city, you know, you get around. And you recall a few years ago there was a a Dr. Jones, a Dr. Chesapeake Jones, um, who could do alterations for a price. He then dropped off the radar recently. Uh, Rumour was it he'd fallen with a different crowd. Uh, But perhaps he took those alterations. A little too far. Interesting. Anyway, I just won't leave him down here. Except he does have an army of rats. 
That seems like it won't be a huge issue for us specifically. That's very true. Not our problem. Right. Uh, right, love. Al, what is the quickest way to get out of here without encountering weird rat creature? Uh, right. Yes. Um, whilst I was, she looks around at all three of you, nods, being kidnapped. I think I remember I the path we took. <laughs> oh, Arch um, winks. Good. Good. I'm. Sh- my memory is becoming even clearer. Actually, the the longer this conversation goes on. Um, so if you'd like to follow me, uh, she leads you out and through a series of concealed passageways that essentially lead upwards, takes you out in a discreet, um, essentially a manhole cover, just by the riverside, quite far down river from where you were initially, where the tunnel was being built. But you do emerge back into what passes for daylight in the murky, smoggy city of Ruinburg. So, um, I suppose you'll want to go collect your reward then? If that's alright with you, although, you know, you won't be there for too long. Well, I hope not. Uh, Um, Arch, because they've decided that Penny is essentially an annoying younger sister, um, Puts one arm round Penny's shoulders. Also, I'm imagining Arch is just ridiculously so much taller than these two. Arch, I'm getting oh, yeah. lanky Penny, vibes. Oh yeah, yeah. Penny is Arch is Penny ridiculous. is built like a Penny's built like um you know not from Critical Role. Yep. Direct inspiration for Penny. Little goblin, little goblin yeah. vibes. She's a little so goblin woman. One arm round Penny's like neck. One arm round. What's this girl's name again? Coraline. <laughs> Coraline's neck. And it's like, you know what? You two, not too bad. If you ever want any help, come find me. And um, then stops the look in your pocket. <laughs> I look in my pocket. Uh, there is a playing card in there with coordinates written Ooh. on the back. I like that nice. a lot. Um, and Nox, Coraline has one pretty- as well with different coordinates. <laughs> Interesting. I like this a lot. Nox, Penny, any um, closing remarks? Um, I. Nox has not like. Sorry. No, go on. Uh, Nox has not let go of this guy. They're just like. Yes, you right. still have the other the two prisoners. Um, transporting them was fine. Uh-huh. You've got them to the top. We're not going to make you roll checks for it. <laughs> I. I get the. I don't want to screw over another mage, but also, what was that? Like, seriously, that's too much. I feel like you lot read some um, fantasy novels and decided you're going to make your whole shtick around that. Next time, don't. I will shoot you. I think we're letting them live. Vincent spits out some blood. I mean, we could let him live, or we could take the reward that I'm pretty sure is offered for both of their heads. I like Do you that not one. know how illegal it is to be an entropist in this city? Not really. I don't pay attention to the laws that Very. Much. Wow, no one let you near the law enforcement. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Penny's just, like, gonna happily um, sort of survey her new her new friends and be like, well, you know, um, 
if this city gets a little too, I don't know, suffocating for us. I've heard there's more interesting things to be discovered further to field. Maybe we could take a little trip. Yeah, also, uh, you know, if these two get get locked up, um, someone else will take their place. That's how entropy works, isn't it? That's fair. Um, Arch. Yep. Do you want to start a business venture together? I, feel I like mean, I won't say no. We make a good team. What business venture you thinking? Well, apparently we're quite good at this bounty hunting thing. This is true. Dreadful, Freeze frame. You in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? Okay. And that, I think, is where we will leave off our not-so-one We solved shot. your Mage the Ascension Except, puzzle. As you look down, you see that from where he's lying on the floor, Vincent has drawn in the dirt, the mucky, mucky dirt of the city streets. Some kind of symbol, which as he catches you looking, he hastily wipes away. And that is where we will leave the session. Gosh. The game, in fact. Yay, good job, Graham. We did it, guys. Yay! I'm going to do maybe the quickest wrap-up in human history because Let's I go. know Luce has to go, which is, thank you very much, everyone, for playing. I hope you had fun. Our lovely listeners, if you do enjoy uh, this one-shot, you have so much fun things to expect. Our next episode, um, after this one, because I've decided I'm not going to edit this in a day. Um, so this should be following our Q&A, and then our next episode will be our best of. So what I'll be doing is I'll be looking back at season two and three, picking our favourite moments and putting them into a little compilation. If you want to get a friend into our podcast, it's the perfect way to do it. If you do have any suggestions about um, what moments you'd like to see, uh, you can find us on Twitter and Discord and Instagram to tell us uh, what bits you want. Graham, how, how would they do that? How would they contact us on social media? You can come find us on the Twitters, which is what we don't call them, at, at rwd underscore pod. I believe... Our Instagram handle is the same. Yes, um, it is. On our Twitter bio, you'll find a nice link to our Discord server, which is a great place to come and hang out with us. Uh, we talk about a bit about the show, but mostly about all things tabletop role-playing games or TTRPG. Uh, come hang out with us. We don't bite. We're very Except friendly. when we play Vampire the Masquerade. Oh, one day. I literally, I've been pushing. Do you know how long I've been bothering the Midnight Fun people for a crossover where we play mm. vampire? It's been months, um, but I'm sure we'll sort something out. Anyway, if you like me and what I do, you can come find me in Deck of Many Aces. It's an actual play podcast with actual asexuals. We play D&D 5e. I'm the party tank. It's a good time. If you like me creatively and the creative things that I do, I've written an audio drama. Um, it's coming out hopefully within the next month. I'm gonna oh I'm gonna drop the title you guys I'm gonna drop the title ooh, it's called it's called exciting. bones of it's called bones of the land it's an anthology series uh, you should keep an eye out for it I'm very chuffed with it we're about halfway through recording right now and hopefully um, it'll be ready to go on time uh, keep an eye out on the RWD socials and mine which is at am underscore chisholm that's a m underscore c h i s h o l m on Twitter for further info. I think that's kind of everything, guys. Do, do, I mm. mean, any insightful words of wisdom? Faye, what, are we fun to play games with? Do you like us? Tell us you like yes. us. Please, wow. Please bring me back. Wow, Amelia. 
what do you want yeah. from me? I have to do these wrap ups and think of stuff every single. Okay, Luce, what should Faye say now? You you decide. Come up with the content. <laughs> do it. Faye, do you like playing Mage the Ascension? That is better. I don't think any of us knew exactly what the rules were. I gave were. up on them Faye, recently. Faye, I was like, that is the whole podcast. thing of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. Rules are... Like, rules are... We, we will just do something fun here, I think. This material is unofficial and is not endorsed by Onyx Path. We are claiming no ownership over Onyx Path intellectual properties, game systems, art or stories, which remain the properties of the rights holders. All characters, names and locations used are either public domain or are entirely fictional and bear no intended resemblance to their real life counterparts. If you have any legal issues, please contact us directly.